Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Harbor Site. This is a, kind of a special, a special episode. We're not even going to give it a number, but I have been getting bombarded with guys in the military, uh, nurses, all kinds of people talking about the the juice and uh, and it being federally mandated. So I wanted to create, I wanted to have a conversation about this on where I think it is, and kind of. To, to be able to you know offer some insight uh it probably won't be any actual hard hard things to do but you know it's it's our opinion base and at least have the conversation of hey there's this thing out there you know and they're and and the federal government is forcing individuals to um get this get the juice and and what to do about it because there's a lot of people out there torn right and uh so i wanted to bring on my my good friend uh mr cody alford oh master sergeant master Sergeant cody alford. <laughs> how does that feel to hear that hear that title again Ugh. yeah right creepy and creepy anyways it's because it feels like it's not even you anymore right that's the kind of the way it works yeah i feel much freer from yeah. not having all those titles yeah so it's cody from we defy the norm how does that sound <laughs> I like that. It's catchier. So honestly, man, I feel like we were, um, you know, when we served, we, um, we served, I don't know, man, sometimes I feel like it's a bad time, but also it was a great time. You know, it was was also a a great time and I don't, you know, I don't regret my service and I know you don't, I know you don't either. It's a huge part of our life, but man, what a different time to serve. Super different time. It's crazy. And uh, so, so, so just some, some facts. Um, right now, they're saying November eighth. You have to have you have to have get got get the juice by no, November eighth, um, and then by November 9th is disciplinary actions. And this, I think, this falls in line federally wide, um, and um, so that would include the military. So a lot of people are hitting me up and going, "Man, what do I do? I don't want to do it, but I really want to serve." And I'm like, man, this is such, what a hard, what a hard thing to do. And, uh, and just so you know, um, I don't know how I'm sure you're talking to a bunch of dudes here. There's a, there's actually several people here that are, um, officers are a little bit easier cause they can just resign. Um, but we're getting some guys that are, you know, 12, 13 years, really, really like not the shitty officers that you and I know, like really solid officers in the command that are like, um, uh, I got to resign. And uh, what a tragedy, man. Anyways, yep. Before we die, before we get into t- t- too much, your initial thoughts, man. I know you've shared some stuff. I mean, <clears throat> at, the end, at the end of the day, people need to do what's best for them. I think there's a lot of this like confliction of I want to serve, but people are are putting their their level of serving in such a small funnel, right? Yeah. Such a small speck of possibilities and. You know, I, I do my best to not, hey, dude, I wouldn't do that stuff. It doesn't matter what I would do because I'm not there. Right. All I know is I would be you a did felon it. You're done. if that's what it took. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not carrying that load anymore. But for the men and women that are out there carrying that load, carrying that burden of like, what do I do? You know, I, I literally just try to like give yourself the power to make a decision because yeah. it has to come more from like, what do you believe? Because if you buckle, the day you start buckling for your beliefs now, Oh, it's a it creep. It's, uh, it's it's creep, right? And it's like you know, same thing as like mission creep. It's just 
It's just you, you, you give stop. a little bit and then it doesn't stop, man. They're going to take a little bit more and then take a little bit more. And then at what point? And, and the one thing, and, and just so that we're for the record, like I'm not anti-juice or for juice or anything like that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm for your personal choice, right? Like that's, uh, it has to be, right? Like we, that's what we serve for. Yeah. We serve for your choice to choose to be whatever, you know, color unicorn that you want to be. Um, True. So, so that does kind of concern me. Granted, we were, you know, I, I think you were in the same time um, as me when the anthrax stuff came out, early 2000s, right? Yep. And I, I mean, I got that, yep. you know, I, I did. And, and it really was back then, you know, <laughs> you know, anthrax bombs and all kinds of stuff. I didn't really know. We didn't really know. And uh, I think, I don't remember how many I got, but it was several. And um, the thing is, we weren't educated then. No, we I wouldn't get educated. them now. I wouldn't, I totally wouldn't get them now, yeah. but I, I did then. Um, but the thing is, it does, it comes down to your personal choice. And I, that's where I have started having a problem with this is, is they're not giving people choice and they're even pushing back on, um, you know, if you, there's personal exemptions and religion and, and legally, right. I think there's, there is some legal approaches that you can take, but it doesn't seem that those are really working. It doesn't seem that, that they're, they're even given those, uh, credit. <clears throat> You know why? Because when you go to push against the grain, you have to be committed to go all the way. Yeah. And the problem is talking from firsthand experience from men and women that are on the battlefields of our modern day warfare, yeah. which is here in the States. Yeah, I agree They're with that. telling me like, hey, there's all these people. They said, no, I'm not doing it. They got the first reprimand. And then they buckle when the sergeant major comes in there and berates them yeah. or this lieutenant commander or, you know, lieutenant colonel comes in. And, and then and just fear mongers them. Yeah. And the problem is when it comes to your belief and what you feel inside your soul, you have to be committed to go all in. And the problem with their men and women, they don't have enough belief in themselves. But these are the same men and women who will go overseas and fight someone else's war for whatever belief they have. Yeah. They will go risk their lives. But they won't stand up and fight for themselves. And fall, here. Fall your own and the sword. thing is, yeah. fall, what are you committed to? Because at the end of the day, you have to live with these decisions. But what people, are, I think, are failing to understand, especially in the military, you are not going to please the beast one time. No. The moment you buckle, no. it's going to continue to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen and happen. And, and my thing to people is, like, do what you want to do best. But have you ever done any research outside of the TV? Yeah. Have you done any research outside of just your own niche? There's, there's cases where people are literally having significant, severe issues, reactions to this. And the problem with any type of jab is where we are not all created. We're created equal as free, sovereign souls of this earth. But we're not all created equal inside. Yeah. Our parents might have done something. You know, We might be allergic to something. Something could have happened in childbirth. So not everything works for everybody. And that's the problem when it comes to mandatory anything. Not everyone is chemically designed the same yeah, well, way because might, of whatever happened. might have, um, I just did a podcast. Uh, I don't know if you caught it. The zero zero four with uh, Dr. Nadolsky and, and he took the, he took the jab and he was, he was fine. But I know a lot of people that, that haven't, you know what I mean? And so like he might be fine, but if I take it, I might go into cardiac arrest. I mean, who knows? Well, you so. get, you got to think about this too. I mean, there's it, it, never in our history has the entire world stopped. Right. Never in the history of man has the entire world stopped. And you have yet to see a massive pileup on the streets. You have yet to see people just dying dead in their cars. You have yet to see the news well, 
show you right pile that, up now, in the hospital. Yeah, room. now if that was if that was a if that if that was the truth, then everyone would be like, well, we all have to bound together. But that's simply not happening. That never did happen, and that's the reason why there's so much controversy behind this whole thing. So when you you get a guy, and that and that's the biggest thing is you're going to have to make, and I look at it, the way I look at this is like, you have to look at it for any other, you look at the military, like any other company, right? Does that company's values align with your own, right? Hopefully I didn't lose them. Um, does that company, does that company's values align with your own? And if, if it does, then you're good. But if being forced to take, you know, some juice that you don't believe in, well, then that company's values no longer mesh with your own, and maybe that's not a place for you to be. Absolutely. I mean, and like you talked about these exemptions, I'm like, <laughs> people have been using those forever. They're written into the system specifically for this. Yeah. The problem with anything UCMJ, the problem with anything military doctrine is it's all that fine print. And the fine print, what it really says when it boils down to it, it says it's going to take every everything you've got to push this envelope. Yeah. It's going to take you saying no and getting punched in the face to get what you want. Dude, I remember when you, you and I were still in the same time together. I remember when, remember the whole jump pay debacle happened? Oh yeah, absolutely. And they were checking everyone's pay. Yeah. Dude, I went to the general of Marslock yeah. to get my pay to like keep to fight for myself. And everyone's like, oh, don't do it. Buckle, buckle, buckle. And all my friends buckled except for me. I'm just like, I'm not a bitch. Like, well, you got, have to be I've committed because you have tons of stories in that. But you're gonna. But the thing is, if you're willing, if you're gonna do that, you you have to be willing to suffer the consequences. And I had to suffer True. the consequences when I when I went out there and I said, "Hey, this is wrong, or this needs to be fixed." I and and you know as well as I do, like I got beat for it. They beat me down for it, but I stood there. I took it. It was it was the right thing to do, and I and I took it. Now, granted, this is a little bit different. Now you're gonna be like probably you're gonna be out. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, if you truly believe this, and this is something you have to stand for, you have to, you, you got to be willing to take it all the way. And that's what I think, uh, you know, talking to another guy that I do, uh, I roll with, you know, their company is kind of pushing this whole thing, same thing as well. And he's basically pushing it to the end. And what he said was right now, there's about 20, 30% that are in noncompliance. He thinks that it, that number will get like, people will talk shit essentially until right at the end and then he said he said there's a probably a good portion of them that will buckle and then the rest of them will just be out of a job but that's that's history yeah history repeats itself until people decide to rewrite history yeah and the thing is people feel like they're trapped in their decision making but they're not they especially these these military members they feel so pigeonholed into you know i want to serve my country i have this dream but you understand that what if you broke your leg and you got disqualified. What would you do then? What What happens when you do thirty years and yeah, you get out? This, Why are you setting yourself up for for failure right now with this mentality of roboticness? That's the only because thing that you can do, or you know, whatever. Yeah. People are worried about money. They're worried. They, they they people stay in the military for comfort. I don't care what you say. Yeah. People stay. And they want this because it's comfort. They pay. Your family's taken care of. It's, it's whatever. All these different things, right? It's like this, like. Uh, this vortex that sucks you in. And once you decide to re-enlist once, and then you're like, I'll do it again. Or like us. In the back of your mind, you're thinking. Times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, I was the same way. Oh, I want my retirement. I want my disability. I want all these, I want all these things. But I'm like, wait a second. I can go make money as a civilian. 
I can go do, there's so many endless things in life. And the thing is like, if you want to serve your country, serve your country proudly. But if you're only going to serve your country by not being proud of who you are, looking yourself in the mirror right. and, and being disgusted with your decisions, that's not serving anything. And at the end of the day, you cannot serve your country until you serve yourself. Yeah. Because if this is empty inside, all your work is empty and, and you are just a vessel and, and, and you are. That's my, and that's my point with it is like, Hey, listen, if this is not a big deal for you, guess what? And you really want to, you still want to serve. Guess what, dude, you're still going to like, you're going to go. I was talking to one of our kids that did a uh, USMC prep way. We prepped him to go into the Marine Corps. He did phenomenal, got jacked and ripped. He's a stud. He's in sniper school right now. I was super, he hit me up. He's like, I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. And that's the thing is like, like you can still do all those cool things. Like if you want to serve and you want to go ride motorcycles out of the back of helicopters, go jump out of, you know, things and go and go and go, you know, dive through, you know, dive in the ocean and do all the cool shit that Cody and I did. That is all still there. You will still be able to do that. You just have to understand that there is going to be a cost associated with it. And there always was. This is just a diff- an extra cost, you know, but those things are all still there. You can still live that dream. You can still do that thing. But. You just have to like, if that's a sticking point for you, then like what Cody said, I'm attended. Like, yeah, then you have to, you have to, you have to figure out, you have to look in the mirror and go, Hey, where, where, where am I at? My beliefs, if this is a core belief, if this is one of my priorities in my life, then how much is it worth, you know, falling on? I mean, you know, when you, when you think about the chances of like getting injured or sick or, you know, spreading something to your family, that's, you know, not everyone is in that type of mental capacity to, to look at life in that type of perspective. Yeah. And, you know, we only Especially really look at, 18, at face value. 18 or 19 years old, of course, right? Like, who? And I, I feel for those 18, 19 years old. I mean, dude, look at the dumb stuff that we did. We're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like, whatever you say, boss. Right. You know, and, and that's okay. You're not, you're not, you don't know what you don't know. But right. now we live in a world of technology. There was no internet when you and I joined. Well, actually, there was. There was. There but- was. There was internet, but who the it fuck was like, who was on it? Yeah, not me. Not me. Yeah, I got ten minutes for a page to load. My what is it, hot or not? Yeah, my MySpace. Uh, but like you know, we we live in an information age now. There's so much information, and the, and the problem with the military specifically is like, do as I say, what I speak is truth, and that's simply not the case. Half the people that are leaders in the military have no backbone or spine. And that's not a knock on the military. That just that's knock on comfort yeah. because comfort will comply. Because when you when you value your life and your men and women that you serve more than you value your comfort, you will always do the right thing. But when you value comfort over your pride, your beliefs, and your morals and your values, you're going to buckle. And when you do that, you're going to take everyone down on the ship with you. And that simply is poor leadership. And instead of these leaders, you know, stiff arming these young men and women giving them ultimatums, it actually, you know, the sure fact is like, you know, like, why, why aren't they encouraging like, Hey man, do your research. I'm here to support you as your commander, as your leader, as your boss, as your mentor, but understand this, do what you feel is right. And I will support you either way. However, understand there's consequences for all of our actions. That's a completely different conversation that I don't think is really happening with people. I've been, I've been shown videos I've even been told, hey, man, I'm recording, have these conversations. You know, my friends, especially the SF community, dude, the soft community, they are being threatened. Yeah. Literally like, hey, I know you only, I know you only got a couple months left in the military, but uh, 
you need to do this. And I found out that you did it. You signed the first paperwork. I'm just like, why are the, why are we, why are we trying to get everyone to do what, you know, what the system says, but what's best for them right. at the end of the day, the Marine Corps, the military is not, no, none of them people are going to be there in your deathbed. Maybe a few of your friends, but the institution is not going to. So why, why do we continue to be so blind to the system? Why don't we bring back a pulse to our own life and be like, you know what? Well, I mean, and that's when exactly. Ah. And that's when it comes down to it. Like even, uh, and I pulled it up. I just want to make sure it was right. But even in, uh, Marine Corps doctrine, doctrine one warfighting. It talks about leadership and it talks about asking questions and questioning your leaders. And that's saying that's not a bad thing. It says it in there. Even the Marine Corps, believe it or not, which the Marine Corps is always like, you know, do as I say. Sure. Yeah. But it, in their own book, it says there's nothing wrong with with questioning leadership, and it actually makes better leaders that way. Now, granted, this was probably written. Uh, I don't know when it was written, but it was written um, quite a long time ago, and that particular portion was probably written uh it was first published in 1989 a different world 1989 compared to now is a different world and a different probably perspective of leadership um but i think that it's it's a good thing this, to question it's a good thing absolutely you know but you we should get, be you should always question everything yeah i mean did you, i mean as a leader you know as as a company ops chief as a team chief did you ever get questioned on your decisions and and how did you take it you know, when I was beginning to become a leader, I was a young leader. Obviously, I felt offensive because that's a new thing. You're like, I'm the leader because you're only you only can be you can only at least me. I can only act on what I saw. Yeah. Right. From the good leaders and bad leaders, that's the only way I knew how to do business until I got experience. I failed, made mistakes, and I grew up as a leader. But one thing I noticed throughout my career that I noticed with other leaders is most leaders aren't there for the people. Most leaders are there for the position, the title, and the power that comes with that position. And I think and that gets that gets that's, you get that's that's shown pretty quick. Like when you walk into a situation, it's very clear which type of leader that you have, right? You know, man, I remember being at the schoolhouse and there was a Marine there. This is I'm right right before I retire, there was a Marine there. He was like not taking the flu shot and he wasn't about it. And I'm like, and my one of one of his peers, you no, it's his name. But one of his peers comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, so and so's not taking it." I'm like, "Who gives a fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not taking it." Squirt that and he's shit like, "But he has to." I'm like, get, "I'm like, get over it, dude." I'm like, "Why are we trying to cutthroat our own people? Why can't we ever support people?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Why can't we ever just be there for our what we call brothers and sisters? Vice, you're not doing what the system said. You're wrong. But we're in an environment where. You're literally encouraged to think outside the, the said box where you're you're paid to be different thinkers. You're paid to question things. That's why we're paid extra in special operations. A, the risk that we do, the training that we do, but B, the way that we we train our minds and right. our bodies. And if you to look at it, and if you look at it, uh, if you look at it from a selection standpoint, um, you know, which I was a cadre at selection for I think a class or two classes. And that's a big portion on the psychologically side is like, can this person be rational? Can he think? Can he can he think outside the box? Can he ask questions? 
These are things that they're searching for. They're not looking for robots. They're looking for people who can solve problems. And to solve problems, you have to think and you have to question. Um, so, man, it's a, it's a sad situation to see these people in, the, in this situation and have to deal with this. And not only just military, but nurses. Um, a good friend of mine who uh, also a, a BJJ guy who, who kicked my ass up in Montana, um, he just got laid off. And uh, he served his country in the in the military. He served. He's actually the the uh, the I guess the creator and CEO of VetWad. Have you ever? You've probably heard of that. Um, yep. Yeah. So he so he served his country. Then he wants to serve his veteran community, and then he wants to serve his community by being a nurse. And they're like, Nah, bro, we're good. And what? And, and the only thing that I think is like, man, it's not only does he. I mean, he'll be fine. And we had that conversation. He will be fine. He suffers because obviously he wanted to serve in that capacity and they're not allowing him to. But you know who really suffers is the community. Because now you don't have this individual, this guy who is, a, who is the cream of the crop, who's one of the, who, is, who actually gives a shit about the community. Because he's constantly serving his whole life and now they can't. And, and that's happening on a national, national you know, aspect. And what's re- this is what concerns me. So like, if you want to serve, serve. It's, it's your choice. But at the end of the day, if you start removing anyone who questions the system, right, then what are you left with? Compliant subordinates. And then what does that look like for the rest of America when all you it have? It's like a vulnerable target. Right. That's, and that's, the thing is, the thing about America, think about our military Screw everything else around the world. I don't believe half our media anyway, right? We that no, you can't even go to the Weather Channel without hearing something like terrible happening. Well, the tornado destroyed everything. Right. Well, you and I have personally like, have been involved in in, uh, in investigations where something hit AP News before we got back to our. So we know that this all all most of it's all bullshit, right? Like you get back to your base and you're like, true. these guys killed all these people, and we're like, I was literally just there five minutes ago. None of that happened, you know. So. Anyways, so we know that that could be twisted. Yeah, and it's super hard. And we're just, it's super hard too because any of these men and women in the military, any job really, they can just simply look outside and look at everything and be like, why do they offer me a donut? Right. Why do they offer me healthy, like unhealthy poison food to talk about my health? If it was truly a, yeah, if it was truly a, a health thing, why, why? Uh, why, why was, you know, all the fast food open 24 seven the gym shut down? Yeah. I mean, that's completely. And most importantly, why in the land of the free, why are we enforcing? Why are we breaking every rule that's, that we created to create a free place for men and women to to be their own sovereign self? Which is what has made this country what it is today. Like all those, all those principles is what allowed us to become the country that we are and you start eroding those and taking those away um we are we're heading to a very very different path and 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 history books teach us exactly what that path is so to and you know i mean it's just wild yeah so so to kind of sum it up i i guess this is like the worst advice ever sorry guys because we really we really didn't there's really nothing that you can say and that's and that's kind of my point is you know as i'm as i'm responding to all these messages i'm you know i'm like god i, I there's not really much advice i can give because the only person that can answer this for you is the person that you're looking in the mirror and that's kind of what you said when you came on is like hey whatever your choice is you got to be willing to take it to the end 
So if you're going to fight yep. it in the military, it, fight it at, you know, being a nurse, fight it being in, in law enforcement or a firefighter or whatever it is, then you have to be willing to fight it or you have to just resign and, and walk away and, and, and go do something else. And I'll tell you right now, and Cody will tell you, there is life on the other side, man. There's a good life on the other side. You can be happy. You can, you can live your dreams and do all these things without, you know, people, you know, mandating what, what you do with your life. Um, even though it's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame. And I think some people too, they're like, well, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get discharged. I'm like, dude, you might as well just smoke pot and get a general discharge. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you might as well just say screw it and just get out of the military because the thing is you're not doing disobeying direct order. Isn't dishonorable discharge worthy? Yeah. Personally, personally, I think this is what's going to happen. Even if you did, you, you got out and you got other non-honorable, whatever, whatever it may be. Right. Within a couple years, watch the watch the claim process go i mean you can go go get a lawyer and i mean i've got a lawyer dm me i'll 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 you know a discharge lawyer that you know the military justice ones will do it as well um you'll, there's going to be a host of claims of people that are getting it switched back to honorable it's going to happen so if that's what you're worried yep. about i wouldn't i i wouldn't be concerned about that um and then other than that man unless you're, un- unless you were going to work for federal service no one gives a shit about your discharge. There's not one person ever that's asked me for my for my uh, DD two fourteen or my my certificate. Not one. Of, not one of what you know. And I've been and I'm very successful in what I've done and built my businesses and worked with other people. And so there's a great world out there. And and, and don't think that you're pigeonholed into anything. But if it's if you want to serve, serve. Deal with it. If you don't, if if that's a sticking point, then you just gotta fucking own it and uh, and 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 know that you know I'm telling you that Cody's telling you there's a lot of ways to serve your community and serve this this world um, other than being in the military. Yep, and we can do that by standing standing up for what we believe in because without belief in anything, especially belief in self, nothing is nothing is real, nothing is attainable, nothing is possible. Yeah, and the structure that we know to this day will continue to crumble. The, the more men and women decide to crumble and thin. And they just, the thing is, I really feel sad that they just don't feel strong, like they're strong enough. Yeah. And if, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know you are strong yeah, you enough are, agree. to, to yeah. have a belief and make a decision, no matter what it is. I don't care. I don't judge. I don't, that is on you, your belief, but just feel confident and feel empowered in whatever decision you make, because no matter which way you go with this, if you say, I'm not doing it, I get out and you're not feeling, you're not believing in it, you're going to regret it. If you're saying, Screw it, I'll just do it. But you're not really believing in it and your gut and your soul is telling you differently, you're going to regret it. Yeah. So whatever you do, do it with love and compassion and just confidence and empowerment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Cody, well, thank you so much. I think that's the, the, the that's where we ended right there. And uh, so, so hey, first of all, thanks for taking time out of your day with We Defy the Norm and what you have with uh, your wonderful wife and what you guys have going on uh, to, to share this message. Hey, guys, if, if this is helpful... Uh, hopefully it is. If it's helpful, please screenshot it. Um, you know, share it on social tag. We defy the norm tag myself. We'll share it out there. Uh, we want people to know that across the board that you, there are like-minded individuals that we are there for you. We, you, that we have, you know, we, we feel you have empathy for your situation, but at the end of the day to know that we're, I want to empower you that it's, that you have the courage, you have the choice for your own life and you're in charge of your own life. You're the captain of your own ship, right? Sure. So, uh, so thank you guys. And, uh, Cody, 
when you're hopefully you get back in North Carolina and you can visit your friends, I'm going to sit you in this chair and we're going to do a two and a half to three hour podcast talking about everything, Cody. It's been a while and uh, we need to catch up. So been. next time you're here, we're going to do the, the long one. It's going to be fun. All right, brother. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, man. Sounds good, man. All right. Oh, oh, oh.